This is Priya Kumar. I'm a motivational speaker, author, and screenwriter, and I welcome you to my podcast, Turn the Tables from Challenges to Opportunities. The one millimeter change. The key to youthfulness, the key to excellence, the key to staying alive is growth. When you see that ageless face, when you see that timeless smile, when you see that eternal spark of joy in people, you also see a continuous pattern of growth and evolution in their life. Our childhood has shaped us and also scarred our minds. It has set our attitudes and behaviors, some that we lived through till the end of our lives. 22 years of subjecting ourselves in complete surrender to be molded by our parents, teachers, and life in general is a long time for reinforcement that will render rigid and fixed even the most brilliant minds for the rest of their lives but if we pick up some critical instances and apply a fresh attitude in hindsight to them some of the greatest life changing lessons will be found right there in childhood find some and change the past with the wisdom that you have today here's one from me when i was in school Every year brought with it the spirit of newness, new challenges, new curriculum, new subjects, new opportunities, and for some even new friends. Year by year the level was raised, the bar was set higher, and year by year we did what we should have never stopped doing, walk into the unknown with excitement, learn to overcome our own fears through participating in life and learn to run further in collaboration with those in the game. Once the graduation degree was bestowed upon us for many it also marked the end of their growth year after year you find people running on the ferris wheel doing the same thing over and over again imagine if that were true when you were 8 years old asked to repeat the fourth grade over and over and over again i'm sure you wouldn't stand for it then which brings me to the question why are you standing for it now people are just not willing to get off the merry go round they are dizzy as hell they know their life is not going anywhere but they just don't get off they continue to do what they've done in the past and wonder why they aren't getting anywhere school is a place where many lessons are learned and unfortunately when the students pass out of school they leave those lessons behind your 10 years or 20 year educational path was set up for you step by step with increasing difficulty and complexity challenging you to be smarter and swifter and fitter both mentally and physically your passing certificate isn't just a representation of your score but also a symbol of accepting responsibility for the rest of your life in light of the lessons you were taught for two decades your playing arena would change as you step into the world but the rules would still be the same One year is a long time to serve in a profile. Learn the ropes and move to a higher game and a broader responsibility. If one year is enough for an 8-year-old to learn and get by to the next grade, then it is surely enough for a 38-year-old to get by to the next level of responsibility. Keep one year as your goal post that within that year you will design your work and accomplishments in such a manner that you will raise the bar for the year to come. Just like in 
school, nor your curriculum for the year at work, nor what skills you have to master to deliver the outcome expected from you and deliver it. And then raise the bar for yourself the next time around. Whether you get a promotion or not, whether you get the recognition or not, whether you're getting a bonus or not, you are doing this for yourself. Because a student who repeats a grade isn't looked upon with admiration and so isn't a professional. It is the spirit of learning to want to become better and to be willing to get help. It is this attitude that got us further, grade by grade, as strong and determined individuals. And anyone who took up sport, any kind of sport, and participated in the games will tell you that every sport represented life. I wanted to take up gymnastics when I had that option of choosing my sport in school. The idea of having my body in control and play with gravity and jumping higher and packing in the most number of flips before touching the ground appealed to me greatly. My coach was someone who not only helped me win the sports contest, but also set me up with great lessons for life. All through my practice, he would raise the bar every single day, even if it was by an unnoticeable tiny millimeter. Within a month, I was jumping further and higher than I had ever imagined. He taught me that there was great power in practice, but there was even greater magic in progress. If your practice allows you not just perfection, but also progression, you are on the way to creating a new history. If you look closely at the corporate world, the opposite of this is visible. Not only are most professionals not willing to aim higher, but they also resent the efforts of those who push them in that direction of progress. My career as a motivational speaker has allowed me the honor to meet over 3 million people in the last two decades. The problem that I see is a double-edged sword. Sometimes the woes are on the lines, I'm not allowed to grow. And sometimes the frustration is in seeing people not willing to grow. Here is the misunderstanding. Growth is a sophisticated word for change. People want to grow. They will tell you that in so many words. But it is the change they resist. They don't get it that to grow is to change. Sometimes the very mention of change sets people running off to hide in the burrows, to decline in their shells and to do whatever they can to resist any and every effort to make their lives better. They are willing to grow as long as they don't have to change anything. The accusations, my work, my efforts to bring growth and change are not appreciated in the organization I work in, aren't that strong either. Well, your idea and effort to bring a change is one side of the story. You have to acknowledge the fact that your one idea is potentially going to change the lives of many people without their consent. Are all the people connected with your great idea ready to make that change with you? Well, let me give you an example. At the age of 23, I decided I wanted to be a motivational speaker professionally. I was a well-established French tuition teacher at that time, having taught over 1,900 students in the nine years that I did teach. I had a stable and growing source of income. I had established my brand. I had made my mark. My future was set. And then I decided to grow, make a change. I realized that while my students were flying away and getting on with their lives, I was still sitting on that same chair and teaching that same subject over and over again every year, year after year. I wanted a new challenge. My life, my reach, my circle had become familiar territory and I had stopped growing. 
one decision, one idea, one attempt at change brought a domino effect on not just my life, but the lives of everyone connected with me. And they may just be very comfortable and happy with the way their life was running. And my attempts at ruffling up the feathers to take a new flight may be totally unwelcome and unappreciated. In other words, resisted and fought. For me to become a motivational speaker, I had to make investments in my new career. The funding needed the intervention of my parents. Now, just because I had decided to grow and change, my parents had to participate by making adjustments in their lives. Just because you think that your idea is the greatest and will potentially turn around the company, which I'm sure it will. Other departments will also have to make necessary changes to put your song in tune with the vision of the department and the company. And guess what? Not every parent or boss is ready, especially when funds and resources are scarce. So what happens to your growth plans and hopes for a better life? Let's blame the parents and the management and continue to live our miserable lives. The level of your success will depend upon the level of your commitment to your success. Don't expect others to commit to your idea. They may not be in the same place of urgency as you. Don't make their non-participation and lack of support as a denial of your destiny. I dug into my nine years of savings and stuck my neck out, betting on myself to make it big in the career of motivational speaking. My withdrawal from my teaching business brought me a lot of thanks with the parents and the students who had really counted on me to be their teacher forever. It caused me a lot of emotional stress to explain to them my new aspirations of being a motivational speaker before I announced I would no longer teach the next year. For weeks and months, the students would visit my house hoping that my life was giving me a beating and I would return to my old profession as their teacher. It was emotionally heavy. They were disturbed and I was disturbed, making my journey forward harder. One change in my life brought about a disruption in the lives of so many people who had gotten used to me. I knew that my contribution to their lives was limited. After they graduated, they would move on anyway. I never had a single student who passed out of school and college and came back to me to learn the same subject. Yes, unwittingly, they were trying to hold me back in a space they would soon leave me from. I wanted to move on too, but it was difficult. Some people have a low tolerance for emotional stress. They crack under pressure. They don't take the dream job in the dream country because their friends will be left behind. They don't take up that dream opportunity that allows them to travel the world, something they have always wanted in their life and worked earnestly toward because the wife and the children will have lesser time with them. Every change that we wish to make has a direct impact on the lives of others. How you manage expectations and how you encourage people to change along with you is a skill you need to master if you want to be anywhere close to fulfilling your dreams. So next time you come up with changes you want to make because you see a better future, stop and make a list of all the people it will impact and then multiply it by two. Is the ones you don't know are the ones who will give you the most resistance and turn the rest against you. And when you're inspired and ignited and want to grow, just that decision to move to a better place will bring major conflict in your life if other people around you aren't ready. Why do you think that change is an overwhelming subject for people? So what do you do then? You raise the bar by a tiny millimeter 
every single day. The earth is orbiting around the sun and spinning on its axis every single fraction of a second. It is changing its position in every single moment. But we don't hear anyone complaining because the rate of change is acceptable. I assure you, if the planet decided to get in a hurry and increased its spin and thrust rate, we would all be thrown off in orbit. Make the change every day, personally on your own axis and professionally in your orbit around your job, but make it at a rate where it does not throw your company into chaos and your family out of your life. Every day, when you come to work, make one tiny change. Make one tiny attempt to grow. Read an extra page of the book. Use your phone five minutes less. Talk five minutes more to your wife and children. Walk every day. Walk with your son. Meet a new person in your office. Introduce your friends to your children. Greet your boss. Help a colleague. Help your children's friends. Clean up after someone else, take the stairs, expand your reach one step and one person at a time. And lo behold, a few months into one tiny millimeter change, you would have prepared the company, the people and even your family for your influence. You would have changed them enough to be willing to change their ways because every single day you have worked on it, one conversation, one helping hand, one attention unit at a time. Now, I am a big fan of massive action and of extreme decision-making to bring 10x changes and 100x progression in my life, but not at the cost of spinning unsuspecting inhabitants off into chaos and overwhelm. I think if you were going to make changes in the company that will impact my profile, my income and my future security, then I need to have a say in that. You need to consider that consequence for me else. I will not just resist you, but I will fight your purpose back into the idea box that it came from. If I were to go back in time, I would have made better arrangements for my students to get even better teachers than me. I would have ensured that my ways of teaching, which is what they had gotten used to, were understood by the teachers I put them in the custody of. I would not disrupt the household income and would have set up a monthly income plan for my family so as not to put them under pressure by withdrawing my contribution. I would have done all of this one tiny millimeter every day to prepare them for my launch and thereby would have won their support in the future that I had designed for myself. We are purpose-bound to the journey the planet takes. We go wherever it decides to go. Such should be the support that you get from the people you are connected with. And that comes when you don't operate on impulses, but on systematic attempts at growth and change. By making progress a daily habit in yourself and in others. It's easier to turn the tables when you have brought people to that awareness along with you. It would be a darn tardy job where you turn them over and the people close to you throw them right back. Where efforts of both go in vain. Bring people to a stage of change with your daily investments. Where you turn the tables and they eagerly lay a huge feast on it. So on a parting note, here are a few questions for you to consider. Number one, can you think of an instance where the change seemed too big to handle, but when you broke it down into small actionables, you were able to achieve it? Question number two, have you ever felt the impact of other people's decisions to change? Question number three, have you ever resisted the change that other people's lives brought in yours? Question number four, have you ever felt the resistance from others when you made a decision 
to make a positive change in your life. Now, point number five, write three things you will now do to handle change gracefully and to take responsibility for the effect it will create in the lives of others. So you get to this now and I will see you in the next chapter.